this is Yuka and Luis from Almost Perfect. Almost Perfect is a creative residency in Tokyo where creatives can come stay, create, and show their works. In this podcast, we interview our residents twice once when they start the residencies and again when they finish them. Today, we have Wyatt Clough, a filmmaker from Canada who came to Tokyo in October 2022 to make a documentary of artists in this city. Firstly, we ask Wyatt to introduce himself. Yeah, so I'm Wyatt Clough. I'm here at Almost Perfect in Taito, Tokyo, Japan,、uh, working on a documentary here during my two week stay discussing、um, the moment where an artist feels like they can call themselves that and what that meant to them.、Uh, and so hopefully everybody's different. I haven't talked to anybody yet. But it's already provoked some funny discussions. My friend, I asked her to bring her first painting that she felt like an artist, and she said, It's so terrible, it sucks, I hate it,、mm. and it's boring.、Mm. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how she talks about it when we actually get there. Okay.、Um, and that's tomorrow. So it'll be funny, but then we're all set up. But you just arrived yesterday. Yeah, so I've only so, been here for a day. I'm very jet lagged. Right. So you're still, <laughs> you're still、uh, walking in a cloud, as it were. Yeah. How, how was the coming in?、Uh, because all the restrictions are down. And was it good to come in? Like, did you come in easily? Yeah, I mean, the flight itself was so smooth.、Uh, and we landed and it was awesome. And then the.、Uh, You know, the scary moment was when the pilot said, If you're transferring flights, you can get off. But if you're staying in Japan, stay seated.、Oh. So in Toronto, that happened last spring because I had to travel a lot and I had to sit on the plane for three and a half hours before we were allowed to even get off. And what happened t h a t three and a half hours? Did they come to ask you something? No. Just to stay. So it's just the customs hall has a certain amount of people that can be in it.、Ah, so, and all the border guards were getting sick with COVID. So there was only like two or three guys to、wow. do the whole airport. Wow.、Uh, and so we just had to wait until there was less people that they could let our plane go through.、Uh, and so yesterday I was just like, oh no, it's happening again.、Yeah. I'm going to be here forever. And you know, it's after a 13 hour flight. So didn't really want to sit there for another three.、Uh, yeah. But we get off and it was like a scene out of Walking Dead because there was just like the 500 meters to customs sign and then probably two or three thousand or more people. Between us and there.、Oh, wow. So,、um, you have to wait until all those people were processed. Exactly. But、wow. a lot of those people didn't download the MySOS, which we did. So, we were able to cut most、Great. of the line off. But if somebody's coming, because we have、mm. new people coming, the, the trick is to download the MySOS app. Yeah. So, if and, you do that, fill it, in. fill it in with your vaccine and all that stuff, you don't have to do the test part because they don't require that anymore. Right.、But、if you have a blue screen, basically you show them and you go to a separate line. There you, and you go. Just fly That's a great thing. That's what we want. I want a blue screen、yeah. in my life to <laughs> get me through all the lines. Yeah. Very nice. I'm stuff over COVID, so I want to make sure I know everything that's going on so I don't get stuck in the airport because I'm a、yeah. real like get in and out as fast as、yeah, you yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs>、yeah. Amazing. Thank you for telling us this、yeah. very important information because, you know, like the next people that come, so we will have to say. Yeah. My son is also coming from LA and I wanted to tell him. Like, nice, yeah, get that. My、sure. SOS. Okay.、Um, well, thank you for coming. Very welcome to Tokyo. We are very excited about your project because you're going to do these interviews on video、yes. to creatives in, in, in the area. And、um, I was wondering, you're going to ask them about when did you become an artist or when、mm-hmm. you realized that you were an artist?、Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you now. Yeah. Are you, are you an artist? Do you consider yourself an artist?、Or? I mean, that's how the whole idea started because I don't really 
think that way about myself but i've done like art openings and stuff but that was kind of just like a side project to my job but my job is being creative in a lot of ways because i get hired to do album covers music videos photo shoots uh, like design stuff so really like doing a lot of different creative things for money but i also kind of conflate that with the my own things that i do and so i don't really have like a clear picture of what it means to actually be right an artist but, so you, you consider yourself creative for sure yeah but not so not so specifically an artist is that yeah what you mean? i have a very like specific image of an artist in my brain who is just in their own world doing whatever you know things driving their passion in that moment Unless like somebody who's like mm. for hire, mm. I guess I don't know. It's not a real. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is. It is a dilemma because I think it's something that I recognize in myself, but also in many people I know, that we are always doing work, creative work, but it's always like yeah, there's someone telling us like oh, I want this kind of atmosphere or I want this kind of color scheme or, uh, yeah, it's very limited in that sense, and and uh, supposedly the artist is more free yeah exactly I'm doing that right yeah okay i'm not an artist oh, i'm so sorry <laughs> i just feel like that's like a very antiquated sort of like way of thinking about it because like i mean we have this idea of like the starving artist is like somebody who never does anything oh no i'm, I'm only thinking about rich artists <laughs> so many of them yeah. mm. but mm. i remember louis said like i'm not an artist because i don't suffer enough yeah did i say that yeah how, how drunk was i <laughs> Uh, a bit, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't suffer enough. <laughs> suffer or, or maybe you, 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 you think you're not uh, an artist because you're too commercial? I think, I think that more that the artist is... Um, it's, a, it's a very long discussion and everybody will give you an opinion, but I'm, I'm curious about yours, Wyatt. Mine is that uh, you, you are an artist in the moment that you create. Whether it's in an assignment or, or not, you are creating something. And you know, I when I was an art director for magazines, I had to deal with a very creative photographers, for instance. And I told them, oh, I want to have this specific kind of atmosphere or something. And they would go like, no, I'm not doing that. I will just do my thing. Or I want to do it the other way. And I was kind of pissed. But at the end, I, I thought, yeah, actually, it's better if you let them do it because you trust their gut. And these people are brave enough to defend their gut above your request as a client and you know i i have a lot of admiration for them but yeah i i've never been those kind of guys i've always been like oh yeah okay i'll do it yeah see you whatever <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I let's i'm we are it's not a podcast about me so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry wyatt no, no, please no, no. G give us your opinion i mean that's me. interesting because like i think that i like like to thrive in the constraints of certain projects you know and like somebody gets like i need something to be done in this box and then like figuring out a way to make something in that box creative or imaginative that still like speaks to the original message is like right. very fun and that's like requires the super creative brain to like solve that problem mm. but uh you know i mean i guess if you're like aloof in the clouds as well that's like a whole other super respectful thing but that person is more of the artist in my brain even though what you're doing is like also making connections out of the dark and right. trying to like ground it in some sort of reality. I see it all the time that artists uh, put limitations on themselves. They go like, oh, I will use only this pencil or mm. that specific kind of color or they do it all the time in order to define, the, because if you start creating, you know, you can, the, it's endless. You have oh, so many yeah. possibilities. Like, you know, Photoshop nowadays, you can do anything yeah. within Photoshop. So, you know, most of the people will only use a couple of features of things that we uh, we find useful and yeah. 
our task but yeah it's it's a uh, yeah it's a nice way to, to put it like limitations make you be more creative in a way yeah because you know? like sometimes yeah. i'll get a music video pitch and they'll just be like you know here's the song mm. listen to it and tell us like what you want mm. to do and i'm like well what what do you want to do what do you mean <laughs> you know like i can literally do anything we yeah. can like yeah I, I don't know it's like an endless thing so i'm just like you know prod and poke exactly to like find little themes or little nuggets that the song is about or like a moment of feeling that they had when they were writing it or something that i can like create the box for mm -hmm. myself to create within because otherwise i feel like completely overwhelmed yeah yeah you know stefan sackmeister no sackmeister he he made a lot of uh, cd covers for many artists and he had to do the rolling stones one for the rolling stones he did uh, was called something like babylon or something like that uh, with the lion Oh, it's the drawing, it's an illustration with the lion. Anyway, he went to the meeting with the with the stones, and he was in the hotel. And then he got picked up like, no, you can come in. And there was Mick Jagger. There was there were all of them there. And he's like, uh, oh, what do you want? And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do the cover for your CD, you know. And he had like five minutes to ask them like, what do what the hell should I do? Yeah, yeah. And the guys were like, oh, do whatever, you know, like very relaxed. And the other one was smoking in the corner and didn't pay any attention. So he asked Mick, I think it was Mick Jagger, like, okay, what what was your favorite cover so far? And I don't remember which one he said. Probably um, I don't know, some uh, one cover that he liked a lot, and actually it was the same that uh, Stefan Sackmeister liked. Oh, nice. And they were like, okay, we are in the same line, and uh, okay, okay, fine, fine, I just do it, and uh, we'll <laughs> see it when you whenever you have it ready, send it over. And that was that was it. But you know, the same. It was like, okay, brief me, but it was no yeah. briefing. It was just. <laughs> A bunch of old rock, uh, rock and rollers, uh, you know, thinking of do something. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. It's, I mean, that is like that is the thing that happens because like sometimes it's not even specifically what they want. It's mm. just like, do you seem like somebody I can trust to carry yeah. this forward? Yeah. And then like, and any interaction you have with a person leaves you with like some semblance of their character, or, like mood mm. that you think they would like. So like, if you find that moment you connect, then like. Even if no one actually says like do this, I feel like you're like more on the path. Even yeah. though you can yeah. just kind of start thinking like them and understand. <laughs> Avoid that part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So your your project here is you're going to film some creatives in Tokyo mm. and some outside of Tokyo area. How many artists do you have in mind? I mean, artists. It's a we don't know. Artist <laughs> question mark question yeah, mark. Yeah. Uh, well, in total, we have six people. Um, but two of them we're going to film after the residency because okay. uh, they're artists and their schedules are aloof mm. and right. it was actually really difficult to get people to agree to a time. How, how long do you, you know? need uh, Do you need them for, like each of them? Like four or five hours, I think. Oh, like wow. doing an hour interview and then two hours of B-roll and then um, maybe some more. What's like that B-roll? B-roll is just like, you know, if you're a painter, them painting details right, and that sort right. of stuff. So the, you know, it, people need to get comfortable around you. So I always find that the first like 20 or 30 minutes is just like setting up, hanging out, chatting, mm. uh, and then we'll do like 30 minutes of an interview. And then um, and during that interview, I'll kind of get an idea of what they like or mm. focus on or what they're doing so that mm. I can kind of uh, imagine the footage that I'll cut over top of the right. audio. Right. Um, some people do it the other way around, but then sometimes I feel like you film stuff that is useless because it has nothing to do with what you talked about in the interview. So. <laughs> right, like that yeah, yeah that, that happens, yeah. Yeah, and and then uh, uh, so you, it's like you will have like four, five, uh, how many people you say? Six, six. six. So we'll so have four by the resident, like the show. So right. we've got uh, my friend Lee Izumida tomorrow, 
Uh, she's a painter, and she's done this like flower series, and yeah, she's working on a fish one now. I followed her. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, Dude, her work is everywhere. Instagram, yeah. I like it. I was walking through really? Shibuya, and I was like, "That's Lee. That's yeah. Lee. That's yeah. Lee. Yeah, I, I yeah that's that crazy. Well. Yeah. Nice. And who else are you having? Uh, and then on Thursday, we're going to take the train to Nagaoka to talk to Alessio. Ah, oh, Alessio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's that super trippy psychedelic. Yeah, stuff. he's funny. Mm-hmm. He's a funny guy too. Yeah, okay. I'm excited to meet him. Yeah, Alicia's great. It's funny because I like saw so many of his posters because he does uh, like posters for bands that I just oh, yeah. like and listen yeah. to. So I was yeah. like, "This is fucking sick!" So I was so excited to meet yeah. him. He was so down to do it. So I was, he was like, "Gonna come to Tokyo," and I was like, "I'm coming to you," yeah. you know, like because yeah. then we get a little fresh footage. We're leaving Tokyo. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, which, should, but the town itself is. Uh, Pretty small town. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We're gonna film there. It's a, it's a, uh, from what I've from right, what I've yeah. heard, it's very uh, um, like very small, but also like kind of old and lots of mm. show era things around, like old shops and oh, stuff. Cool. So maybe maybe kind of interesting visually. Texture. Yeah, There's and uh, normally it snows a lot. Yeah, he was saying like, it snows. Probably it's too early, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he loves the snow. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> sent me a photo of an igloo he built. Like, yeah, he the loves second it. message. He was like, "You <laughs> Canadian? Check out this igloo." <laughs> Yeah. And who else do you have? Uh, and then after that, we're talking to Ioko. Um, it was a recommendation from your end. I'm sorry, I forgot Aiko's her last name. Ioko. Oh, yeah, she's like Adobe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're going to her studio in yeah, nice. outside of Shimokitazawa, and yeah. then she's going to take us to her actual studio as well. Uh, so we're doing like a home studio thing on Saturday. And nice. then on Monday, we've got a photographer who develops and does his own prints. Uh, he does this like nighttime photography um, thing where he just like wanders around Shinjuku. Anokam? Hmm? Anokam? His name is Yutsuke. I know. I know. It's another guy who photographs at night. I only I only know his Twitter handles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we met once. Uh, he came to our uh, our events, but I forgot the name. But yeah, no, this, it's okay. this it's guy's handle is Nuts Tokyo because he has like a lot of strange uh, night photos. Nice, so I yeah, felt yeah. like it would be very different from everything else. And he's like kind of a community organizer. He does a lot of this. He runs like a Tokyo Street Photography sort of collective yeah. and stuff like that. So he seems like a very interesting guy. Uh, talk with and nice yeah definitely i mean you have so many people to choose from yeah like, exactly uh, it's difficult to like yeah. narrow down i wouldn't i, I don't know I, I mean i mean i don't want to interfere interfere too much but mm. i can imagine that you could do like a small features of people that you bump into or you like you know matt now upstairs or adian yeah we were already talking with matt i yeah, was like yeah. so one of my guys rescheduled are you free yeah <laughs> friday but maybe adrian adrian hogan i sent him an email but he didn't get back to me so i'm assuming he probably oh, email. oh yeah, adrian, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole world may know that adrian is not very good with email replying yeah. <laughs> replies i have many friends like that so yeah. i just figured it was another one of you can things. just go to the studio and say hi i'm yeah. coming here to yeah. steal four hours every time <laughs> because you didn't reply my email yeah <laughs> Cool. That sounds amazing, man. Yeah. Um, so this is now the first, like, first moment that we talk. But mm. you know that we talk again after your residency, and that will be the second half of the podcast. Cool. And Yuka can explain a bit more. Yeah. Uh, Why you only have two weeks here? Mm-hmm. So we call it research residency mm-hmm. because from our experience, in two weeks, it's very difficult to have something, have some like artwork or something. Finished. finished so um, in two weeks we just want to see your process and your, what you've been through and what has changed through this uh, this residency mm. so we are really looking forward to hear 
your journey in yeah, <laughs> the weeks good. after this whole thing. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea what everyone is going to say in the interviews, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Hopefully we have something. Nice. Yeah. Sounds okay. amazing. Yeah. Looking Let's forward to happens. it. And yeah. yeah, good luck. Okay. Thank you. Great. I'll Thank see you in two you. weeks. See you right. <laughs> Okay. Bye. Bye. Hello, Wyatt. Hey. Hey. Hello. Thank, thank you for being back. And this is the day before you leave. Yeah. Leaving tomorrow, show today. Mm. Lots going on. Mm. Busy two weeks. Yes. I'm ready to go to our next Airbnb and sleep for like three days straight. <laughs> Finally asleep. <Yeah. laughs> How was it, man? You've been two weeks, right? Yeah, I've been two weeks. The first two days, we were just kind of getting adjusted. And then I basically filmed every day until Tuesday. And then I even filmed on Wednesday. And today's Saturday. Today's Saturday. So I had Thursday and Friday sitting in front of my computer to wow. make the video. Uh, and I, I ran out to the lab to take these film photos I took. Uh, and they were later than I imagined. So I was sitting in front of my computer going, oh, my God. Please <laughs> come through. Because you shot everything <laughs> analog. Well, I shot. So I've shot most of the documentary on my digital camera because it's just like prohibitively expensive to do that and there's no sound. Um, so I used 16 mil uh, during the process of the artist working to sort of create a uh, different like change of pace in the documentary so that when they're like doing things, it cuts to 16 millimeter um, to get these more sort of like kinetic oh, shots. Okay. So it's going to be like a mix of yeah, yeah, mixed digital, media. And, uh, digital and analog. Yeah. And, and then there'll be flashes of uh, film photos as well that I took. Okay. So kind of thing. And you interview how many people? Uh, we've done six so far. We're going to do one more after because oh. my friend Sugi is a painter. Uh, he does really cool, colorful, sort of like... Uh, there's a Japanese painter from the 70s that he kind of references, but in like a more modern way, but I forget the name. I saw their book at T-Site the other day and I cool. was going to buy it, but I forgot now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you went out and you interviewed six people uh, and asked them, what is an artist? Are you an artist? Yes. Right, that was the idea yeah. behind that project. Yeah, and this was a research residency, so it was not you're not supposed to have like a big result. Mm. But I'm curious to know, like, what is the result? Like, do you do you find things out that you didn't know, or do you learn something? I mean, I learned a lot from each person, and their sort of idea of an artist is so different, and like how you achieve that is very different. And uh, I just, I mean, there is no answer. And I haven't even like, I've been moving so much. I haven't really had time to sort of like process what I would talk to them about. Um, but some of the ones that I remember uh, had very interesting answers. Like uh, the, the street photographer, he basically said like being an artist is a mindset. And if you, you know, think that you are, then you can become it. But he was also the only person I interviewed whose job isn't doing an artistic yeah. practice. So you mean he has a day job and, yeah. and then he makes the art for himself? Yeah, on the weekends. Mm. So he says, it's not a job for me. This is like something I do for no money for free um, because I love it. And mm. he wants to, so it, his answer was like the most different in that way because mm. his life was very different from a lot of the other people I talked to because um, they're working professionally as creatives. Right. Um, and then Aiko was saying that she basically didn't feel like up to the standard of what an artist was, even though her work is incredible and that she like does it every day. She just mm -hmm. felt like um, she didn't reach whatever threshold she set for herself. Oh, um, but then she also felt like she's a very, like she built a business around her work and like 
also wanted to recognize that, which I feel like a lot of people see artists as like the starving artist or whatever. So she was like, I'm a, I'm a working professional. I like created this, this job for myself. Like I'm proud of that. Mm. So yeah, those are two answers that kind of stuck out to mm. me. That's really nice. Actually, it's very interesting. Uh, what do you think is an artist, Yoka? Oh my God. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm still struggling to figure that out or not figure it out, but you know, have my own answer to that question because a lot of people ask me, are you an artist too? Right. And but you do, every you time, create, every single time, yeah, I am i don't know what to say. But you create art for non-commercial way uh, reason, like you just do it for yourself and you create the mobiles and, yeah. and you are working with creatives all day, Yeah. but uh, you don't have to uh, live from it. Right. So maybe you are more artist than yeah. like a photographer. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Probably. I'm an artist than me. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm not a professional. Professionally, I do something else. I mean, for Almost Perfect, I'm more like operational kind of person. Mm. So not very creative, but, you know, I. Yeah, but you are it's very the... important, I think. But the mm. creative part is, uh, it, it, it's Luis Mendo does that. Yeah, but you see again, Wyatt, just to give you also my, my side of it, mm. uh, our side of it, but my side is that I am less an artist than Yuka because Yuka does the mobile uh, mobiles that she makes, she does it for herself. Mm -hmm. And nobody tells her like, oh, put a pink thing here and a red thing there. But I uh, earn my money with drawing, but people tell me what to do. Mm. Like, uh, we want this and we want to yeah, change the color of that thing. And, mm. you know, so in that way, in that sense, you are more free artist than I am, although I, I earn my money with it. So it's probably what uh, what uh, the friend, the photographer friend was yeah. telling you. But he's actually like a salary man, basically, right. during the week. Like he, he works for like an internal business magazine, which I didn't know was a thing. But it's a very like Tokyo thing, <laughs> like having an internal magazine just for employees yeah, of like yeah, a big corporation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We had those in Amsterdam as well. Oh, really? In the Netherlands, very mm. normal, yeah. I guess I've never had like a real job, so <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Yeah. yeah, if you work for a big company, probably yeah, they have they, their internal, you know, media. Yes, that's kind of normal for big companies. Mm. Very interesting. Anyway, now now you're gonna have, we're gonna have the show in thirty minutes. Yeah. What do you expect from it? Like, uh, it's a little show. It's only from six to nine in the PM, and um, we're gonna show uh, people part of what you shot. Mm -hmm. And also some photos on the wall, which are like kind of making off. And what are, what is the photos on the wall? Yeah, the photos on the wall are just uh, the artists in their element doing their thing uh, that I shot on a medium format film camera. Uh, it might be the Uber Eats. Yeah, okay. yeah. Just continue. <laughs> continue. Yeah. That's okay. Bye. Where were we? Uh, we're talking about what these photos are. Uh, so these photos on the wall at uh, the show are shot on the medium format film camera during the shooting of the documentary. So I just wanted to grab some shots uh, to cut into the video and then also something to display at the show because editing like a 20 minute documentary seemed a little unfeasible <laughs> in the amount of time. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted something to uh, show and I, it's like my favorite camera to use because it's very slow and it's clunky and I really get to 
Yeah, hang out with the people lovely. yeah and the photos are amazing yeah. that come from at least ones of adrian like he got 10 out of 10 photos on the roll that are like banging so he's <laughs> yeah. like set for his like uh yeah he, he display pictures <laughs> adrian Hogan is a good friend and he he's been on photo shooting so often mm. that he's got the hang of it <laughs> yeah yeah and then we're showing a three minute cut down of the uh documentary mm. which has a little clip from each person not really about any sort of this is what you're showing tonight to yeah the people yeah so it's it's just intros of each person and like a little quote that i thought was interesting that i was able to pull in time uh mm. with some footage of them working so it's like a, a mini documentary there isn't really like the like, it's a, more like a trailer almost. yeah it's a trailer yeah yeah, yeah. long form trailer yeah that's cool yeah that's when really it's nice. up we will put it on yeah. almost perfect instagram of course wyatt as well and yeah, then, what, what is going to be up, do you think? Uh, when, when can we no, I can send it to you today. The, the final thing with all the... Oh, interviews. the final thing with everything. Yeah. Uh, probably early next year. Cool. Because um, we're going to be staying in Japan for the next couple of months and then um, flying home for the holidays and I'll probably start editing it then. And then January and February are pretty slow for my industry. Mm -hmm. So nice. I'll have lots of time to watch the footage and let it you know, soak around in my brain. I don't really want to rush it because I like, rush through every project. No, I've that's ever good. Done. That's good. Take your time. I mean... <laughs> You've rushed the whole shooting part, mm. so now you can take it more easy. Mm -hmm. How was the residency like uh, to be here and everything? How do you like it? I was great. Yeah. I uh, yeah, staying in the old house was awesome. Swaying in the in the wind at night was great. It lulled <laughs> me to sleep. Um, but you yeah, know, you were staying in the terrace. on the very top. Yeah, there was actually an earthquake on the very first day we were here. So said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Something that woke me up and I was like, why am I awake? And then it was like, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was great. Matt staying here as well. So I have like another uh, creative person. My part, uh, Matt Forsyth was here. So we've just been hanging out, like grabbing beers after we're done working, chatting and stuff. So he ended up being in the documentary too, because he's an interesting guy. Yeah, but you have a couple of people like that that you didn't expect to interview but you at the end you actually interview mm -hmm. yeah like matt forsyth and adrian hogan both kind of last minute additions because mm -hmm. some people weren't able to do it and yeah had free days that's fantastic yeah great additions too <laughs> very nice that's great. Well, so you're gonna hang out you said another two months in japan yeah we got an airbnb over in the west end of the city in setagaya which is my oh, kind of favorite area sucks. yeah well, I live in the West End of my city at home too, and we have the same sort of. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. You too. But, but two months is kind of long. I mean, you've yeah. been here only two weeks, but then yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. yeah, we've. I mean, I've been here so many times, and because the borders were closed so long, I've got friends who've got kids who have like yeah. grown up from babies to like actual like talking people, and uh, so I want to like hang out with them as much as I can. And this this time of year, like basically October until February, it's like very few good projects so happen you're gonna be here for christmas then <laughs> uh we're leaving just before christmas because oh. i think my mom would uh, fly over here and kill me herself if i missed christmas so this can come and celebrate yeah you. exactly <laughs> this is the plan yeah <laughs> well fantastic well thank you so much Wyatt. Mm -hmm. uh, really thank nice you for having you. me this was an incredible two weeks i met someone so many amazing people and you guys too and it was a great experience and you met tomo our child yeah tomo chan and she's the most important thing you oh, yeah. you, you encounter in your state. I think the one memory I have from this presidency is Tomo rolling up and saying, Hola! <laughs> so I'm going to carry that with me for the rest of my life. Since you don't speak Japanese, you will speak Spanish too. Yeah. Because it's the only option. Yeah. Now, it was amazing. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming. 
Yeah, thank you so much. It was a bit short, but I uh, hope you come back. Yeah. yeah. Next time you come for a long Russia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. Okay, we okay. do the thing. Thank you for listening. If you want to know more about us, visit almostperfect.jp. See you soon.